Thank you all for coming along here to the International Women's Day Rally and March in 2021. I'm speaking on behalf of Narissa Scott and we are both representatives for Save Women's Sports Australasia. This isn't a part of Narissa's speech, but I just did want to say it. I have to admit last night, I did have a slight attack of the wobbles about speaking publicly at a rally. However, during the course of the night, I received a message from a woman in another country. She is a survivor of a man who is understood to have killed over two dozen women. This woman had to testify in court against him on three different occasions. The third time this man had transitioned. She had to refer to her rapist and attacker as she. And she said to me that I took bravery from you speaking out in order to tell my own story publicly. So it's for women like that and the other women who also contact me privately to tell me their stories of how they're affected by male violence and by gender identity ideology. And it's from those women that I take courage to speak out publicly myself. So we're a non-partisan grassroots group, which is part of an international coalition of women's organisations, athletes and supporters of women in sport who assert that male athletes should not compete in female sports. We believe that while everyone has the right to play sport, no one has the right to play in any category that they choose. Sport is meaningless without fair competition, which is why we have separate categories for disabled people, for children, for men and for women. However, a desire to be inclusive is having unintended negative consequences for women and girls who are losing fair and meaningful competition at all levels of female sport. Firstly, it's a real privilege for me to be able to speak here today. A huge thank you to the other speakers and most importantly, the organisers of Women's Day, of International Women's Day, Brisbane Mianjin, the only capital city Women's Day March that is not captured by gender identity ideology. A woman is an adult human female, not an identity, not a label, not a costume, and not an idea in a man's head. It's really wonderful and encouraging to see so many women and men here today to support women and our sex-based rights, which are currently under attack and being eroded and dismantled due to the ideological capture of institutions, academia, and as well as our government. We are seeing this in legislation here in Australia and across the Western world, with gender identity being at direct odds with women's sex-based rights being enshrined and protected in law. Save Women's Sports Australasia was formed by a group of volunteers in order to defend and protect women's rights to fairness and safety in sports. As it stands, Australia's leading sports governing body, Sport Australia, is in cahoots with Pride in Sport, a lobby group which receives millions of dollars in funding. And they have made it abundantly clear that the inclusivity of males who, have a, who identify as women is more important than the safety and fairness for girls and women and sport. What an absolute travesty, a despicable display of misogyny to determine with very little consultation, let's be honest, zero consultation with feminist and women's groups that the closed female sports category 
which is rightly and lawfully reserved for biological women and girls, should instead be an open category permitting entry to males. Despite plenty of evidence that males retain a biological advantage, even with testosterone suppression, Australia's peak sporting body has elected to ignore the risks to females and instead has adopted a dangerous and downright insulting inclusivity policy which prioritised the feelings of, apparently, of an apparently small minority at the expense of women and girls who make up over 50% of the population. Yet Sport Australia has the audacity to say on their website that we recognise that people cannot enjoy themselves or perform at their best if they are treated unfairly. For your information, at community level, Aussie rules football, for instance, under the new gender diversity in guidelines, a male can simply declare a trans or non-binary identity, undertake no testosterone testing or suppression, and in doing so, gain access to the women's team, their change rooms and bathrooms facilities along with it. Too bad for any woman or girl who object, their feelings, our feelings, are not important. Don't be transphobic. Stop being a bigot. The AFL states in their gender diversity policy that it is their view that in community football, considerations of social inclusion have greater priority than concerns that may exist with respect to competitive advantage in relation to the participation of gender diverse players. That is a direct quote. In community football, considerations of social inclusion have greater priority than concerns that may exist with respect to competitive advantage in relation to the participation of gender diverse players. So basically, screw women and girls who rightfully have an issue with the blatant unfairness of having to compete with males. Your concerns are not considered valid. Your rights are being denied. Anyone saying that women and girls should simply boycott these matches need to understand that the rights of these females to have prior knowledge of the risk to their safety and privacy of having a male present in their women's com competition are also being denied.